Welcome to the Chamber's Elevated Conversations podcast. And now, your host, Dave Ekman. Welcome to another edition of Elevated Conversations. I'm Dave Ekman, the President and CEO of the Greater Wausau Chamber and your host for this program. This morning, we have with us uh, Northwest Tool. We have Matt, Jim, and Allison. Matt Brill, President. Jim Madden, Vice President of Manufacturing. Allison Dean, Vice President of Operations. And folks, if you didn't know, uh, Northwest Tool, uh, 2021 Small Business of the Year in the business-to-business category. Manufacturers. Manufacturing is at my heart because I was in the manufacturing, and I love love talking to manufacturers. So, Matt, let's start with you. Um, Northwest Tool. Why Why don't you give us an overview in the audience of what Northwest Tool is all about? Well, good morning, Dave. Thanks for having us. Um, Northwest Tool, um, I guess to try to make it brief, was started in 1965, I think it was, by my grandfather, Alex Brill, um, owned and operated uh, for some years. Uh, Then my uncle bought out my grandfather. My father bought in partnership with my uncle. Uh, They owned and operated uh, together for about two years, I think it was. Then my father uh, purchased the company 100% of uh, ownership and ran it for about 21 years, I believe it was, somewhere in the neighborhood, until my brother and I, Jeff Brill, um, and I bought the company from him in the year 2000. Um, so then we owned and operated it as um, partners until 2019 when I purchased uh, his shares and became sole owner. Um, and then I believe it was 2020, 2019. Okay, 2019. Thank you, Allison. Um, Allison and Jim bought in uh, some shares, and so now it's actually the the three partners um, owning and operating Northwest Tool. Terrific! What a story. Uh, family business, uh, a joy. They can also be hard too. Um, so um, you've so you said 1925. 65. 65. 65. 65. 65. Okay. So now where we where we're at today, and so what do you what do you make? What do you do at Northwest Tool? So Northwest Tool primarily makes precision tooling for other local manufacturers, and they use our products to help make their parts. So we might make things that hold piston rings, or we make um, small parts that go into something that gets sold to the Navy, or we make um, parts that go inside of a machine that makes computer chips. So a lot of people might have a question because there's a phrase that's used a lot in manufacturing, OEM. Yes. You are not an OEM? Correct. We do not make anything right. that is sold directly to the public from Northwest Tool. Right. Some of that's our customers might take a part that we make, bolt some things onto it, and the general public might see that in the end game, but nothing leaves our facility and gets sold to the general public. Right. So, so for the audience, OEM is uh, original equipment manufacturer. Um, like a John Deere might be an OEM, right? Correct. Or a, a motor company down in uh, Lake Mercury Marine. So, Allison, what's your role in the company? I'm the Vice President of Operations, so I handle kind of the day-to-day operations that happen at Northwest Tool. Um, I handle staffing. I oversee a couple different departments, um, just kind of managing kind of all of that. So How many anything do you employ? with um, how many do we employ? Mm-hmm. Um, we currently have about 33 employees, 
Um, at our most, we we're at 42, so we're a little bit down from our most, um, but just coming out of the pandemic, we're, we're on the rise with employees. We are actively hiring for a number of positions right now, um, try, trying to staff back up. I think I asked the right question to the right person. So um, we're coming out of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you finding uh, being able to secure talent? locate secure quality I would talent. S- I would say right now that's our biggest challenge as a manufacturer is securing the talent um, we the, the work has picked back up post pandemic here um, but unfortunately our manpower is still a bit down um, we did we only had about three layoffs during the pandemic we were very fortunate to not lose a lot of good people um, but unfortunately um, now post pandemic we need those three back plus more, and we just can't seem to find the workers that we need. Matt, um, in that challenge that she has just outlined, how do you see technology um, helping you to move forward in your business, um, not having enough people? Uh, we've discussed this a fair amount um, in meetings at, at, uh, at our office, you know, strategically planning towards the future. Um, because of the hard time finding employees, I think that is something we're looking to do um, probably in more in the near future here is looking at some automation or maybe some robotics, um, auto loading, auto unloading um, of machinery, using our smart people to do smart things, and then using some automation to maybe um, handle some of the redundant um, I don't want to say unintelligent things, mm-hmm. but things that uh, you know that are that are a lot more repetitious can be handled by automation, um, right? And right. utilizing our good people, in, you know, smart, intelligent people to do you know some of the programming and some of the you know that kind of thing. Yeah, and we you know what we find is when we're working with the different manufacturers and, and especially the technical college, that the more companies get into technology, they're not releasing people necessarily. They're they're trying to bring people in with the right technology so you can support the machines or the different things that you're utilizing. Correct, Dave. That would be our plan. We would not use automation to reduce people. We would try to use automation to do more with the, the current staff we have and still looking to hire good quality people. Um, exactly what you said is to, to support the, you know, the newer technology. Right. And it's a misnomer um, that I think manufacturers have to deal with a lot is, oh, you're going to... Re- you were bring machines in to replace people, and it is definitely not the case. Statistics will show you otherwise. So, um, Jim. Yes. So on the let's talk about the production aspect. Um, Allison talked about the human resource dimension. Let's talk about the supply chain and the challenges that you're facing. Yeah, we are. We're having a difficult time uh, always being able to source the right kind of material at the right time. Um, we haven't been hit quite as bad as some. Some industries have where we just can't get material, but the lead times have gone out. The pricing has on steel has absolutely skyrocketed, and sometimes we're we're not first in line to get to get our product anymore. Even things like uh, tooling manufacturers who make the the cutting tools and the inserts and the the saw blades and the things that we use, the lead time is out there. So we're finding that we have to schedule around available, what, what equipment is available to do the product rather than scheduling around what needs to be done first. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine your, your lead times are long, yes. right? Our lead times are partly because we're getting busier and partly because sometimes a, a job that should take six weeks, we're not getting material in until week five, it's pushing our lead times farther and farther out, which causes some frustration for our customers. 
which then just wants us to have to hire more people so we can get things done faster, and then you go back into that circle of we don't have any people, and it it's definitely a, it's a, it's a challenging wheel to be on. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not getting any easier, um, you know, just with the way things are in the world right now in this post-pandemic. Um, so, uh, Matt, you've been you've been doing this for a while. Uh, you got uh, your family invested in this. What's what's been your greatest opportunity since you've been in this? What are you, what are your what are your thoughts about your love for this company and this this business? Um, hard to pick just one. Um, again, this is Northwest Tools has been my I guess whole life. I mean, I've been around it. With my father, you know, being you know around, you know, owner of it, I've swept floors. I've you know, I've been, you know, I'm I'm 50 and I've pretty much worked there for what would it be 40 years? I mean, on and off. I mean, it's just it's a, it's a long time. Um, but nothing makes me prouder than to 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 be able to have the successes that we've had. Um, we've already with our new ERP systems and. And things made some advancements that, you know, the team at Northwest Tool has done a great job with that. Um, being able to contribute back to the community with some of the, you know, um, community things that we get into with supporting families and uh, working with the chamber here, do, dealing with the heavy metal tours. Um, there's been so many things that have been just fulfilling for me. So, um, it's, uh... and, and then to see, you know, again, Good people like Jim Madden, you know, taking the reins, and my daughter Allison, and then uh, my son just finished up college. So in a few years, you know, the, the plan is to have him, you know, take on some ownership, and then um, I don't want to say I can start to step away a little bit, but then you know, let the newer generation kind of deal maybe a little more with the uh, the newer technology and that kind of thing. So, Allison, I worked with my dad in in all family business. So. Mm -hmm. Um, it's rewarding, and I'm just. Uh, this is this is my advice to you: is embrace that opportunity that you have. Easy all the time, no. But I'll tell you what: it's so valuable that you, as a family, are being able to work together in building something special for the future. So, um, so let's talk real quickly about community. Um, that we, you know, in, in Marathon County, we have somewhere about 375 manufacturing companies from small to large. Um, how's your, do you collaborate with a lot of different companies in the community? Do you work with the, where you maybe can move some different pieces to the same product? We do, uh, we have some other local manufacturing companies that, um, in you know, years past, you would maybe say they were competitors, other shops, just, just like us. But uh, I would say now they're maybe more partners um, some of the companies have equipment that they can make the same type of things we are, but just on a much bigger scale, much larger pieces of equipment, or maybe in higher volume. So we will send some things to to somebody if it doesn't fit in our equipment, and maybe they'll send something to us if it's too small for them. So it, it's nice to use those people and use those other other manufacturers and their knowledge as a resource rather than fearing them and thinking that they're out to get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Here's a here's an example of what we try to what we want to try to achieve in this community is how do we how do we fill gaps in our manufacturing um, environment here? So what's missing? You know, one of, one of the things that I've heard and I was wondering what you experienced. Do you heat treat? Do you send uh, products out for heat treating? Yes. Yep. We don't have a heat treater here. 
And so, do you, are there opportunities to fill gaps in our community where we can better serve our manufacturing sector? Things we're missing. I think so. I don't, I don't want to keep answering all the questions, but uh, I think so. The three of us have talked many times about other opportunities and you know, if Northwest Tool is going to grow, what can we grow into? And I think the starting point is to see what's a need in our community and what, are, what do all of us put on a truck and send somewhere else? And things like heat treating, um, certain kinds of plating. So there are processes that, that all of us are sending things out of the central Wisconsin area into maybe Milwaukee or into a different state where that might be an opportunity, maybe not just for Northwest Tool, but maybe a, a startup. Some, maybe somebody wants, in this area wants to start their own company. I think it would be very welcomed by most of us. That's how important manufacturing is in, in Wausau, Wisconsin. Um, we're six times more competitive than the state and nation, when I should, the nation in what we call a location quotient. And so your company's a very, very important part of that. I'll wrap up real quick. So what's the one thing that keeps you up at night about your business? I guess the one thing that keeps me up as night, at night is probably personnel, you know, trying to um, acquire new personnel, you know, which we've already discussed is a challenge, and then trying to, I guess, uh, how to hold on to and how to satisfy, you know, my current employees and to to uh, to retain them, you know, to, to make Northwest Tool an enjoyable place to to work. You know, I want people, I want people to enjoy coming to work, not, you know, be a, I want it to be more of a family feel than just like running, you know, every day you got to report to the trenches. Um, again, how to do that, uh, we've taken some leadership courses that have, you know, try to give us some tools, you know, to look at that kind of thing. Um, trying to look at a little bit of diversity, trying to maybe look at a, you know, maybe a little different um, pocket of people to, uh, to bring aboard, you know, that maybe, you know, we haven't looked at in the past. It's just, those are things that I guess I think about a lot, you know, that maybe we could do a little better job at. Things in your control, I mean, that you have in, in your control that you can manage. Yeah. For me, I would say the thing that keeps me up would be how to diversify ourselves. Um, so I've, I've heard a lot of people say that the type of work we do, the tool and die type work, is getting less and less, and it's becoming more and more competitive for those who are doing it. Um, and how to just make sure that when I'm 50, um, Northwest Tool is still as big and as competitive as it is today. Um, I guess, what, what do I have to do? What do we have to do at Northwest Tool to make that happen? Because Northwest Tool isn't the same company it was 50 years ago when it started. Um, did they ever think it would be where it is today? Probably not. So I can only imagine where we're going to be in 30 years from now. So. Yeah. Great. Right. Uh, I have a similar line to Allison. Um, a lot of my day I spend thinking about the future and the, the next big thing. And I'm a, I'm a dreamer. I'm always chasing the next thing. So that's usually what what keeps me up is thinking about what's step five of a 20-step process to get to somewhere that Allison can envision us being in 20 years. So kind of that, that planning stage to figure out what the next thing is to do and how do we get there and what do we do once we are there and then what's the thing after that and always, um, always chasing. I, I don't like to sit and be stagnant, and I want Northwest Tool to grow. You look around at some of our industries in this community and places that were one tiny building 20 years ago now occupy blocks and blocks of real estate. And so that all started with somebody's dream. 
So let's let's turn ourselves into dreamers and visionaries and um, try to make Northwest tool grow in the same regard. Matt, you have got a good team. So you have the leadership um, sustained with you. You have Alice and your daughter uh, really thinking about how they're going to diversify, differentiate. And then you've got somebody in Jim who can execute very likely what it is you see for the future. And it's commendable. Um, it's a lot of fun. I love talking about manufacturers and especially family-owned manufacturing. Um, extreme, extremely proud of you um, and, and thankful that you could uh, join us today. All right. Thanks. Folks. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, thank you yeah, very much. Thank, thank you for your time. Um, you know, and if there's anything we can do for you, in the meantime, you let us know. But again, congratulations on the 2021 Small Business of the Year in business-to-business -business category manufacturing. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. This podcast episode is a production of the Greater Wausau Chamber of Commerce.